Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Greetings, thingies. This is Darcy. And this is Kelly. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Today's episode is called... We, we got, got a fight, fight. Uh, uh, for a right uh, uh, to gossip. <laughs> Which is code for we really tried to keep it light as a feather this week. And yep. guess what? Stuff happens. <laughs> so we're going to start with the heavier stuff um, to... So we can move on to just a little more lighthearted stuff. But um, we would be amiss if we ignored the death of Masa Amini, a 22-year-old young Iranian woman, Persian woman, yep. who was murdered straight up in custody of the morality police right. in Iran. Um, for wearing her hijab incorrectly. Right, it wasn't covering enough. Yes. And as a result of this, uh, protests have broken out. Women are cutting their hair off, which is a no-no. Right, and they're Muslim. going in the streets without hijab. Yep, and burning their hijabs yep. in the streets. And it's getting worse and worse. And just this morning, as I was you know, putting together my notes for this show, I saw a whole bunch, a slew of TikToks from not just young women who live in Iran who are Persian, but American women living there and saying, look, they are going to cut off the internet entirely in a couple hours. Please keep this going. Please share this. We can't, we're not going to be able to talk about it. People need to know what's going on. And they're terrified and they're crying. And it's just like, it's horrible. It's, 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 I, I, I can't put words to it. It's just, I mean, we say this all, I say this all the time. It's 2022. Yeah. Why is this happening? And, and rest assured, United States of America, this is the path we're heading toward. If, if things continue the way right. they're going. And you can say all you want that it's hyperbole, but this is how shit gets started. Right. This is how it started. We have got we to. We don't even bing for shit anymore, but yeah. okay. <laughs> And it's it. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And then people were coming for Leslie Stahl because she did an interview with um, the leader. The, Raisi. His yeah. last name is Raisi. President Raisi of Iran. Of Iran. And she was wearing um, hijab. And everybody was like, well, that's a bad optic. What are you doing? Well, he would not do the interview with her. First of all, I can't believe he allowed a Western woman to interview him. Right. That in and of itself is amazing. But she said very clearly at the beginning of it very clearly he would not um agree to the interview unless she was wearing a headscarf so for all of you people coming at leslie stahl she got the interview that way yeah um in the interview he just happened to mention things like he didn't believe the holocaust happened oh my God. so that's that's that um that blows my mind because yeah. it's not like there's a big old paper trail to prove right it. like there's proof this is what i don't understand about the world right now and this is not just the united states like that's doing this not accepting facts when they're shoved in front of your face 
the whole world is is having this problem. Yeah, it's selective. And it's selective fact. It's yeah. a, what is it? What was the alternative term? Facts? alternative facts? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just that's what happens when you have somebody who is the leader of the free world who 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 you, we let get away with this crap. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of the world is watching and don't think. Last show we were talking about representation matters. Mm -hmm. Negative representation matters even more than positive yeah. representation. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the good thing the U.S. has sanctioned Iran because of this. We've, yeah. So um, thanks, President Biden, for doing that. But, you know, what else can be done, you know? It's just, it's, ugh, I just don't understand. Well, and what scares me is even though they swear up and down, they're not, um, Iran is absolutely, absolutely working on a nuclear tech, tech, um, technology. I know they are. Capabilities. That was the big word I was trying to think of. Yeah. They are. And even though they promised us, oh, no, we're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. I'm sure they are. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, May you rest in peace, Amini, and may your name, Masa Amini, be become a force for mega change and good right. in the world. Please keep and may her, we her never family, forget her right. name. And keep her family in your prayers and mm -hmm. um, the women in Iran who don't know what's going to come next. So, right. yes. That's, I'd be, that's not a place you want to be right now if you're a woman, I mean, that's the for sure. thing that bothers me, I mean... So many things, but these Mideastern dictators, despots, if you will, mm -hmm. they all feel like they have this God complex that they know better. And, you know, they worship Allah and they, so how, you know, and they, they pray to Mecca how many times a day on their hands and knees that there's only one God. And yet, I'm sorry, they're pretty much playing God. Yeah. Yeah. Or how like twisted they've, well, just like... We have our holy books, who then be who, who which then become twisted by the humans right. interpreting them, and it's just like you know, Muslim as a general rule is not an unpeaceful religion. No, no but it has become. It has so, its problems, you know, just like the Bible talks about God smiting entire communities. I was of just going to say, if you take it by <laughs> you know? the letter, yeah, um, you know, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You know, we'd all be eyeless and toothless. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> because we're famous for them, that's a good seamless segue. Yes. <laughs> Who else has a God complex? Hmm. Hmm. Not Yahweh, but yay. Yay. The artist formerly known as Kanye, Kanye. West. When did he start going by yay? I, this is the first I heard of it this week. When I knew I had it was to, Yeezy or Bazizi or that's something. That's clothing brand. Right, but wasn't it Yeezy because, I guess, because of yay. But um, if you hear clug, 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 Kelly's pouring us more wine. Yes, because that's what we do here. Um, and um, So there was a great interview. Darcy yeah. um, brought my attention to it, and we both watched it in preparation for the show. Mm -hmm. I typed pieces of it throughout the week with my side hustle transcribing ABC News, and uh, ABC's Lindsay Davis did the interview. And the thing about him that is so kind of fascinating to me is that on one hand, he sounds extremely intelligent. Exactly, but I have a He's theory on that. He's stupid, yep. you know. But then his some of the things he says, there's the un, if you don't know to look for it, the underlying current 
of where what he's saying comes from yeah. is what is dangerous. Yeah. You know, and uh, his God complex and, and, you know, he's so full of himself. And I can't like I can't decide if that was just really healthy confidence or if or he's a freaking narcissist. Well, you know? I think it's a big heap and helping of both. Hmm. Something I thought was really interesting to me, a couple things. And when we're talking about God complex, um, we'll try and link the interview to um, our Facebook page. So if you don't follow us there, follow us there. I mean, not try, we will, but hopefully yeah. it will go through and, you know, it won't get zucked or something and won't mm. let us. <laughs> ABC says, you don't have the right to um, put that there. Well, it's on YouTube. It's on ABC's YouTube page. Okay. Which is the link I gave you, right. I believe. So, we so it will, should be able um, to go up and okay. find. Um, they show clips of him in concert and in his, co and in his like fashion shows. Fashion, and I'm using air quotes yeah, yeah. because it's like Muslim. He makes hoodies and sneakers. Well, no, <laughs> he also makes these weird like Muslim uh, pajamas or scrub looking things and they're mm. like $3,000 for oh the pants God. and shirt. Anyway, that was interesting when he said the stores that he's going to open, you could buy four t-shirts for right. $20. I'm going to hold him to that. Yeah. Okay. And he said, if it were up to me, Z, Yeezy would be, be freezy. <laughs> so yeah, he's going to open these stores and where he's going to sell his stuff for cheap. Right. And cause the, the interview asked him, like, you know, you're, you're, anyway, okay, let's, let's back up to the God complex. And we're yes. not just saying that, but in every clip, mm -hmm. he's got his arms spread out or he's like in the light, even mm -hmm. when he's preaching on a Sunday morning or he's in concert or you can't see me because I'm acting this out. Her arms um, are spread like she's so <laughs> on the crucifix. <laughs> so this isn't just Darcy and Kelly saying, oh, yeah, he's got a God complex. Mm. Dude's got a con God complex. Yeah. Um, but we'll get back to the stores because he evidently was working on a 10-year deal with Gap that he just walked mm. away from because right. they didn't open a store in Atlantic, Atlanta or San Francisco, not uh, Chicago. Chicago. And I refuse to believe that the Gap does not have a store in all of Atlanta or all of Chicago. <laughs> right. I think that is complete bullshit, but yeah. that's a whole other thing. So, mate, right there. Um, but uh, one of the things that... Uh, I noticed is because I have an. She actually asked him about mental health too, and he gave mm. some. It, it, very I have interesting. a quote that yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. want to repeat here. Yeah. But I, and then as soon as I, I'm gonna let you finish. We do that all, we the, do time, that all the time, and that and is now we're talking about Kanye. Yes. Um, for those of you who Full are living circle, under a rock, circling back. The reason we always say that I'm gonna let you finish Taylor Swift is because Kanye got up during the VMAs and just completely interrupted her, saying that Beyonce should have won. Should have won, yeah. And uh, not that I'm dissing you. Well, dude, you just got up. Right. Anyway, that's why we always say I'm gonna let you finish Taylor Swift. Right. So in case you're wondering why we do that, so I have an ex um, who, uh, may he rest in peace, is no longer with us, but I who is also bipolar. And I remember having conversations with him so vividly where he was trying to, for lack of a better term, pass as normal. Mm. And I felt like that was how the whole interview was. Kanye yeah. was trying to pass as normal. And I felt like, he like was did you feel check. like his language was different too? 100%. He was, he was very, trying to, very articulate. You know, when been. you... And I was like, you sound like you just got out of prep school. And, and I've not, never heard that before. And not articulate like a, a, a microaggression right, against yeah, an African-American yeah, person. Sorry, guys, sorry. 
Um, no, because I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It was very like he was checking himself. Mm -hmm. And I remember, it's like when you were a kid and you were drunk and you came home and your parents were up. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly. And you're like, hey, no, we had a fantastic time at the party. You know, yeah. you were just so careful. Yeah. That's how I felt Kanye was And he kept talking about how he, need, he was saying about in his children's lives that he needs there needs to be the calming the of presence the above and I'm like you're like convincing yourself of that because what I understood from when she brought up the mental health issues this blew my mind the the quote that he says I think this idea this concept of mental health being this big subject is straight up media propaganda to diminish people that are not coloring inside the lines and my thing is, yeah. dude, you're not just not coloring inside the lines. You are fucking bipolar. And you're eating the crayons. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you, he doesn't believe, he's notoriously unmedicated, and he doesn't believe that he's sick. Yeah. So my feeling is, if you don't believe you're sick, yeah. that, you know, and you, and he makes it sound like everybody's, everybody's against him, which is classic mental health 100%. illness and then he even said it's god's way of uh what is protecting, protecting him because people people who don't want to hear his truth mm -hmm. can easily chalk it up that he's crazy and interestingly enough i don't think he ever used the c word he right. kept saying how uh, then they he said I'm, you I'm the wealthiest da, da, da. black man in history mm -hmm. so how do you say that i have this like yeah. money while i'm this and he wouldn't mm -hmm. say that he wouldn't say crazy mm -hmm. so there's plenty of bipolar people that are successful in the world they just are medicated as they should be and follow you know they're treated he is notorious about refusing treatment and, and when, so it's, and when, when he came out and told the world that here's what happened and here's how he was diagnosed and it was after his mother's tragic death and we get all of that mm -hmm. he had just come from 30 days at ucla uh -huh. in you know in the psych ward again i'm sure there's a better mental health facility mm -hmm. um i don't want to i really don't want to be um uh, not uh, sympathetic, yeah. yeah, compassionate to anybody who spent time there. I, that's really not my uh, intention. But, and he came out and he was very clear. This is what I've diagnosed with, and this is how I'm going to treat it. Blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and uh, and then went on to just not pay any attention to it right. and denounce it. And that's like, don't freaking put the media. The media shining a light on this is about damn time, really to try to remove the stigma. We can't get rid of the stigma and allow people to start thinking, oh, mental health issues are legitimate medical issues that require treatment just as much as, you know, boob cancer does. Absolutely. And people need to stop dismissing it as if it's not as important or as dangerous. And with him having his platform like he does and, and dismissing it entirely is so dangerous and, and, will kill people yep. if they follow that You're line right. of thinking. You're right. And then he's like, well, he's saying stuff like, well, people just don't believe I'm going to change the world. And I'm like, you can still change the world if you're bipolar, buddy, but right. you're not going to change it if you're crazy. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> but because I'm not a fan as a person who I believe, I consider myself a mental health advocate as I 
struggle with uh, manage. I don't like the word struggle. Manage depression and anxiety. Yeah. I don't like calling people with mental health issues crazy because they're not. They're just, we know more now than we did 100 right. years ago. Right, about, where they just put you in an asylum yeah, and throw away the and, key. Yeah. Or lobotomize done. you and, you know, put mm-hmm. you in the corner with a and turn you cup. into a vegetable. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's no reason for us to, and that's... That's the thing too. That's part of part of his God complex is his misogyny, you know, and part of him not accepting that he has mental health issues is his male complex of not being able to admit any kind of, uh, any kind of weakness, you know, and that's, you know, for all intents and purposes, it sounds like he had a great mother, but that might have been where she failed him. You well, know? it's I don't interesting know. because he talks about how his mother moved him from Atlanta to the south side of Chicago when he mm. was very young. And it sounds to me like the father didn't go, yeah, right? Left, yeah, left the dad, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, and he said at the time, south side of Chicago was the most dangerous place in the world, blah, blah, mm. blah, 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 which I'm not sure it still isn't. But um, right. now New Orleans is now. By... Mm. By actually statistics, New Orleans is the most dangerous place in the United States. Oh, wow. Anyway, um, murder-wise. Uh, so he's talking about that, and he's always said that he had to be the... I mean, he said before that he had to be the male influence for his mom. That's why he, he really kind of lost it and had a big thing when his mother died. And I yeah. understand that. I mean, mm. uh, believe me, as somebody who, you know, for... Again, I'm I'm an orphan. Mm. Um, I get it, but man, he just he hit so hard that he has to have a voice in his raising of the children. He mm-hmm. has to, he deserves to have a voice. And well, I don't disagree with that. I don't either at all. Yeah, and uh, because you know that's a marriage. That's but you know when he's like saying. The man's voice matters, blah, 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 blah. That's a marriage and you have children together. But that's also him saying, underlying that you don't get to abort that baby without talking to me first. Of course. And that, to me, there's where the line is drawn for me. It's like, you're not carrying it. You know, yeah. and if you're not married to me, then, you know, at the end of the day, that should be the, the, the woman's decision with her doctor. And so it's like all these little underlying things that if you don't know, and then the constant bringing up of God, this God calls me to this God calls me to and that on the planet. Everything was this. I'm um, the biggest thing on the planet. It, yeah. If I didn't know better, those I are would... classic signs of mental health illness when they get so ensconced in religion. You know, it's like, it's sadly. And I'm the biggest name on the planet and I'm the wealthiest black man on the planet mm. and everything is so, well, mm. I mean, that's, that's the perfect definition of somebody who's so egotistical. Egotistical by definition means you think the world revolves around right. you. <laughs> right. And if he doesn't think it does now, he's on his way to trying to make it revolve around him. Right. He talked you know? about how he's going to be bigger than Apple. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yeezy. Yeah. Yeezy. Yeezy's going to take the place of Apple being and the number the one company in the world. Uh, she was, I mean, she was very clear. And I wonder if he would have given the interview to a white woman. I don't know. It just hmm. is, it, it, she's African-American. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm wondering if he would have granted, the, not that that's and here he or he kind near. of accused Kim of racism and yeah. how she treats, how he's allowed to be the children and treat the children. He's, how she wants them to go to this particular school where they go, but he wants them to go to the school he created called Donda Academy, which is named after his, his mother, mother, Donda. And it sounds like a really cool school. I you know? thought so too. That, I was like, that sounds one, great. You one know? clear thing I thought that he talked about. I'm right. like, dude, I would go to that school. But it's not established. I think he said they have 92 students. Right, right. So it's not really established and they're getting started. And so I can't necessarily say that I would want to put my kids in a school that right. doesn't have a track record yet. Right. And I know they've got to start somewhere, but you know, these and are also, the children of quote American royalty, the kind that we have, which is sad, but you know, well, it's like, a, a couple things on that. Um, first of all, I have my niece, um, who's an amazing, amazing, amazing woman. Um, she went to one of these charter schools that I was, okay. So in Auntie Mame, there was a whole <clears throat> thing about, she put, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but it does have a purpose. I promise what you. what we do. Um, she talks about when uh, the executor said, you know, you have to give up uh, custody of Patrick because he's going to this school, this, you know. And at the time, it was like this experimental school. And we're talking about the 40s, probably 50s. Okay. Um, an experimental school. And again, this is fiction, but it was based on a true story. Auntie Mame is based on a true story. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and okay. um, he says, uh, we go to school, and on Tuesdays, we play fish family, and we crawl on the floor, and we help the, the ladyfish lay their eggs. Ooh. And Okay. <laughs> so my whole point is when my niece started going to one of these magnet schools that was like a <clears throat> kind of, you know, do what you want to do, explore your own life, and, mm -hmm. you know, very little... I call real, it touchy-feely school. It's touchy-feely <laughs> school, which, you know, is great. But I always Some used to say... Some children need that, for sure. I used yeah. to say, you put her in a fish family school. So I refer <laughs> to these schools as fish family schools. So the thing with fish family schools, <clears throat> yes, it does broaden your horizons. And he was talking about how it's a performing arts school. It's a design school. It's mm -hmm. a, a, a computer coding school. Engineering. It's, right. Yeah. Whatever, you know, just magnet school to really, you know, kick it up a notch. But it also is a Christian school and a gospel school. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what he mentioned said first. The gospel. And, and I was no, like, but we still teach yeah. the gospel and it is a Christian school. So I'm mm. like, okay. And the Kardashians are Christians. I mean, their dad was very, very, uh, Armenians are Christians as a right. general rule. And their dad apparently was very Christian. Um, I, I don't see the fruits of that necessarily from the either, children. Especially since but, Courtney's wedding was very like Catholic overtones and. Oh, was it? La, yeah. Hmm. Um, but okay. Neither we here nor there. We are so getting off topic Dang. and we have other things to get <laughs> yeah. to, but um, we will post the interview. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he said oh, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. have future political aspirations, but she couldn't get out of him whether or not he was going to run, run for, president for president again. again. And the interesting thing was that he was just like that. So the last time he goes, that wasn't God's timing. And I recognized, and he said something like, I'm sure lives were saved because he ran. <laughs> I was like, my Lord, dude. Like, 
I just, See, he would love to hear you say, my lord, right, dude. Yeah, right. You're, I you're just feeding right know. into his palm. It's like there's people who are genius, and they're, they, he's not just an eccentric genius at this point. You know, he's Do you honestly think he's a genius? I kind of do. I really I do. I kind of do, too. Yeah. He's extraordinarily intelligent, obviously hyper-creative. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I think so, yeah. too, but I just... But, but I feel like a lot of bi that, you know. bipolar people are. I mean, come on, we could go back to Van Gogh, who cut off yeah. his own freaking e I mean, uh, or who's the airplane guy that that Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, Howard Hughes, genius, crossed the line, passed, and that's what seems to happen sometimes, especially back in the day when he was alive. Um, undiagnosed mental things were probably happening all the time for them, and he became a victim of his mental illness, and nobody understood how to treat it so at the many, time. You know? So many. And think about how many people have killed them. Anyway, yeah. we, could, we, uh, we can and we will do a whole show on this. We actually mm. should do a whole mental illness show. We should. Okay. Note, everybody Note put a pin selves, in that. Put a pin in that. But yeah, we, I just felt like we should talk about this because what really got me was his quote, you know, dismissing it entirely and calling it the media propaganda and just no, no, it is not propaganda. Right. Right, no. and I just will say one last thing, and this could be very controversial, and that's good. <clears throat> we'll leave it with something controversial. I just don't know how, and I don't know her as a person. I don't understand how Kim Kardashian decided this is the man that I want to spend the rest of my <laughs> right. life with and raise children with. The five-second wedding to that guy, remember, years ago, and I'm like... And, and but 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 Kanye's the one. Okay. I just I think about all the hullabaloo about their wedding and mm. everything and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the kids she had with uh, just like with this, what I just done it. Oh, he I talks don't. a lot about coaching. His daughter, his daughter. Foot, uh, no basketball. Anyway, it's yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> it's but a whole thing. watch it. We'll cling, We'll uh, link the interview. It's only a half hour. It's a it's a short interview. Yeah, much, and so. it's so fascinating. It goes by fast. Yeah. So um, yeah, let us know if you watch it. If you have watched it, let us know what you think about mm. yay yay. Yeah, I keep saying Kanye, but he yay. But that'll be about six months, and I'm sure he'll come up with something else, as those who change their names often do. But um. Anyway, so <clears throat> how right. do we seamlessly segue into... Okay, so other famous marriages, aside mm -hmm. from... Um, the West Yay Kardashian coupling, yeah. And Kim Kardashian is Adam Levine and Bahati Pierce-Lew. Mm. For those Victoria's of you... Victoria's Secret model. Correct. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, evidently, he's been caught with his hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> Multiple cookie jars. Multiple. But here's my question. He claims they never had sex. The girl he... Okay, so he got... He had a year... Well, this girl on Instagram. She's an Instagram model, whatever that is. Her name is Sumner Stroh. And she claims they had a year-long affair. He claims they never had sex. And that there were just... I mean, there's proof that he said... Right. She's got the, the sex screenshots. Receipt. Yeah. She's yeah. got those receipts. But here's one thing. Well, we'll get to the rest. But here's one thing that pisses me off beyond... She was talking to a trusted friend mm -hmm. and showed her these screenshots. Mm -hmm. And the reason she came out is because that friend said, I'm selling this to the... <gasps> 
I missed that part. Yeah. The friend is oh like, oh my God. Oh, dude, I'm selling this. If to- you ever did that to me, it would be, I'd burn everything down. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And how many times have I told you or all our group? I know stuff. All our group of friends, like everything in detail. Like I tell, yeah, that's why she came out. She she might have kept it quiet the whole time. Nothing she doesn't deserve. No, she said she would have. She only came out because her friend that she trusted and said, oh my God, you guys, look what he just, because the, the straw that broke the camel's back is, so they allegedly, and I'm using finger quotes because I don't know where Adam Levine's dick has been. <laughs> Can I just say one thing first? Because mm-hmm. I, I will say this. I don't mind tattoos. Sometimes I think they're hot. But literally, this dude's chest looks like a desk in detention. <laughs> it looks like every bad kid in the school has been scribbling on wow. this desk and he put it on his fucking chest. And I'll tell you what, okay, I, I don't understand the Avril Lavigne brouhaha. They're Avril girls. or Adam? Did I say Avril? You did. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Whatever. Skater boy. Adam Levine. Well, looking like a skater boy. But I, I've never understood the, you know, when he was sexiest man alive, I was like, what? To me, sorry. And that's your type, he looks, kinda. No, because he the, looks like a rodent in the face. He's not pretty. And that's funny because, yeah, you're right. But it's funny because. He's got beady little eyes and a scrawny little nose and skinny have... little lips. And he looks like a rodent. He Sounds like, like a song. A rat. He's got beady little eyes and a skinny little <laughs> nose and a little bitty mouth. Yeah, Maybe he does do have that. a little mouth. Um, and so I just never found him hot. And then I would just laugh at his videos because he's always playing the hot guy who gets to feel up the hot chick. And I'm just like, what? What are you doing? You aren't hot. And I just yeah. feel like he's a guy who was probably bullied for being a scrawny little, you know, milk toast, snivelly little shit in school. And now he's he's famous and has money. And so now he's going to pretend to not be the nerdy, scrawny, little snivelly right. nose, little milk toast kid. And uh, not for nothing, he has like one of the highest falsettos ever. So I have nothing against his singing. No, me either. He's got, you know, he's, he has a good voice, but... And I do like them. I, talented. I, I, I like love the music. songs about Jane. After that, they got super poppy. Like, I felt like they were a rock band, and then they started being a top 40 band, and right. then I lost interest. But right. but who who gets to marry a, secret, a Victoria's Secret model? This just goes to show you that men don't cheat because their woman isn't hot enough for him. Ever. No, it's because they... Like you said, he, he was this... Scrawny they need the adrenaline high, and the attention. He, yeah. Yes. Okay. Attention. So, um, the whole reason that um, Sumner Stroh brought all this out is because here's the thing: he and his wife Bahapti Prinsloo are expecting their fourth child. Third. Third. Oh, two daughters. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. So he texted her and said. After, Sumner. what did she say? Sumner. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, I don't know, like, how long? A, a while. Yeah, it was a while after they split. Um, and said, hey, I'm dead serious. Uh, we're, uh, we're having a kid, and if it's a boy, we really, I really want to name it. It. Mm. Sumner. Are you cool with that? <laughs> Are you cool with that? Because <laughs> I got to say, I mean, on one hand, I'm like, okay, he gave her a heads up. Because can you imagine if she sees... She's not with him anymore. And then she sees they have their kid and it's named her name. That would be a lot. 
to deal with if yeah. it's her. So like on one hand, I'm like, at least he told her. But at the same time, it's like, you are so effed up for even considering that. Like, what is wrong with you? And she screenshotted, um, shot, shooted, showed. Screenshot. Screenshot, showed, screenshot. Yeah, shot. <laughs> um, man, he has cringy sticks. Sext. Um, like, okay, this is going to be a bleepity bleep bleep. Um, you're so fuckity fucking 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 <laughs> fuckity fucking hot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and he actually, I can't fault him because that's how I talk. <laughs> um, I always, that's one of my favorite things to say. Fuckity 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 fuck. Um, so, um, yeah, and... Yeah, his screenshots are gross. Uh, it's and then they're so there's, gross. And you said two more women came right. forward, and so they then have another the two via screenshot. Right, another woman, Allison Rose, who she came out and said we did not actually have sex, um, but he also he also has some disgusting, like cringy um, uh, text to her, and then so his. Like no, go ahead and fit it. I'll put a pin in what I was going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> so, and then also his yoga instructor, instructor who used to um, tour with them, Alana mm. Zabel, um, he texted her and said, I want to be with you all day. Um, I want to spend an entire day with you naked and whatever happens, happens. Like something like that. That's sexual harassment. So she On said. On the job. So she even said her ex was in there it, it was saw it on her phone she was in the bathtub at the time anyway i just read this on the and uh, whatever why she had her phone in the bathtub why her ex was looking at her phone in the bathtub i don't know were they together things. at the time like a now ex and maybe and now they, were together, no, at the they time? were together at the time okay so he's that makes sense that he's hanging in the bathroom while right. she's having a bath and right he saw it and he went ballistic and he's like this is not meant for me. This is meant for what's her name? I keep saying it. Uh, Bahati. This oh, is he saw it on her phone. Yeah. Okay. And well, first of all, couples, leave your partner's phone alone. Yeah. That's you. you no. Every. But if he you was still right, have yeah, privacy. I, I agree. And I, I actually, I pride myself in the fact that I've had boyfriends leave it in my purse and go, you know. Oh, I've never, ever in my life mm. on my mother's grave looked at an ex at anybody's phone. I he might have, well, okay, so here's the only, like, he might have been like, oh, somebody's texting or I'll make sure it's not somebody important. Because if you're a yoga instructor to the stars, you know, maybe somebody right. is calling, is for business. And so maybe he's shocked. Maybe he wasn't digging in. But I'm just saying, if you're a person that has to go and get your partner's phone and look through it, then first of all, you already know there's a problem. If you if you feel like you need to do that, exactly. And second of all, just don't. If you feel the impetus to do it, you know there's a problem already, and and have a conversation. Well, that's Stay a good point. Phone. That um, I guess um, <clears throat> in reality, Adam Levine was her boss if she yeah. was touring with them. So anyway, so she said when he, when uh, when she didn't answer, or she said, please don't do that again. My boyfriend got. Furious, he fired her and kicked her off the tour. And oh, shit, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen right there. Okay, 
Moral of this story is Adam Levine is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I You look like a rat and you act like a dog, okay? Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. Not sorry. Um <laughs> Adam, you know, figure your shit out. Seriously. He says that right now he's dedicating his entire life to making my family is the most important thing in my life. And that's all I'm concentrating now is, um, and please give me this blood of fucking blood of blood of blood privacy in this time. So that makes me so mad. If your family is important to you, then you wouldn't do this crap in the first I know. place. I know. Cause you, know you don't get to, guess what guys, guess what men, we are done allowing you to behave like this. We are done. We are done. You don't get to do this. Do not come back around and go, I'm so sorry, my family is so important to me. No, you know it's important to you. Then don't make this decision. Don't do it in the first place. I just, I have, I'm so I irritated know. right now I've, with the I opposite know. sex. And I read <laughs> another, I, I read an article and this is going to be super fast because we, we have yeah, other we move good on fun things to our to fun to. stuff. Yeah. Um, but I read an article the other day of um, somebody who uh, said to her two brothers, which I have two brothers, I should do this. The next time a woman asks you your opinion, don't come back with a no or challenge her. Just say yes. Hmm. And both brothers within 24 hours said, oh my God, I say no all the time. And she started it with, she asked her boyfriend if they could try the new black toothpaste, which by the way, I use the charcoal toothpaste and I love it. It comes out of the tube black and it's amazing. Yeah, really? I swear by it. I've heard of people, the charcoal is a big thing for washing your face these days. Nope, there's toothpaste that what? is black and... Um, Do you know that's funny? My dad always, my dad loves to char the crap out of his grilled stuff. When yeah. he, like we always used to joke. He's better at it now, but when we were kids, he would just blacken the crap out of everything. And he'd be like, it's good for your teeth. The char is good for your teeth. And you'd always say that. Maybe Evidently he was right. Yeah. So anyway, anyway her on. whole point is women don't want an argument on toothpaste. And at the end, her boyfriend said, yeah, let's try it. And he's like, it's great. So guys, don't mm. let. And she said, it's a perfect example of guys just don't want us to speak. Not yeah. all guys, but just think about that, men. I don't think a lot of straight men listen to us, so we may Probably be not. preaching to the choir. Yeah. But straight men, if you're listening to us, please don't let the first thing when your spouse or your wife or your partner asks you, um, can we do this? No, and let me tell you why. If you really don't care, if it's not a big thing, just right. don't. And you'll be surprised how often you do it. And mm -hmm. ladies, if you do that too, which I know a lot of women who do sure. that too, the first thing that their husband or spouse or partner asks them, you say, nope. Um, you know what? Just hear people out. Yeah. Come on. Lena, Come on. It's look, not that hard. What's the worst that can happen most of the time? You have an adventure and maybe it wasn't great, but like literally, is that the worst? Like this black toothpaste is this, horrible. Right. Yeah. You're like, okay, I've discovered I don't enjoy the charcoal toothpaste. Right. Like move on with your life. Nine times out of 10, it's probably going to be something, you know, it's probably not going to be, Hey honey, can we have a three way? It's probably not going to be that. Right. It's like, do you mind if I buy turkey thigh, uh, chicken thighs instead of chicken breast this week? Right. You know, it's something like These that. These are on so, sale. Right. So just, yeah, God, people are so stuck in their ways. And I, I say that to myself. Don't I, shut women you know, up is the whole yeah, thing. Don't show okay, me. so our last fun tidbit, and this we is a great fun one. Tidbits. Two more fun tidbits. Yeah. I... <laughs> so, 
Sir Elton John was invited to oh, the White yes. House this weekend to play for the president and the first lady and was surprised with being awarded the National Humanities Medal. That's um, so awesome. And he had no idea. And so I saw a video of him being notified by President Biden and he got all choked up and I was just so happy for it because it was basically for his work with HIV AIDS and stuff like that and, you know, appreciating his, uh, his work and, and also to his work in, in, in a trying to get people to be treated with dignity and respect and yeah. stuff like that. And for those of you who don't know, um, Darcy was the musical director on an Elton John cabaret mm -hmm. I did. I think, holy mother of God, I think it was five years ago. Maybe six, seven? Maybe not that long, but five definitely before the pandemic, that's for sure. And it was one of the best experiences we ever it was called the bitches back and it was uh five women doing an elton john cabaret and i yeah. will never forget that show as long as i live it was, fun. it was the last show my mother ever got to see me do she had a stroke actually right after coming to see one of the shows um mm -hmm. and that wasn't because of the show she wasn't like oh my god that was horrible i'm gonna have a stroke um <laughs> uh but, I hope not. We worked too hard for it to be horrible. That's for so, sure. So, no, she even said, I li she literally said to me, if this is the last show I ever see you do, it's the best show I ever saw you do. So, um, anyway, so we have a very, very, very special place in our heart for Sir, Sir Elton. We do. So, and I love the fact that this happened to him and... Um, mm -hmm. Yay for you. Yay for him. I wish I could sit in a Dodger Stadium seat. Well, for a lot of reasons, because I love the Dodgers, but I wish I could go to the tour, you know, when he's mm. here, and I just, I can't. Yeah. But, um, so but yay, Sir Elton. Yay, Sir Elton, congratulations, and you deserve it. And our final note is Yvonne Schwanard. I don't know how to say that. I thought it was Schwanard. It's That's French, what I'm and I say. learned Spanish. Schwanard? So I don't know. Yvonne Schwanard. But he is the owner of a company, apparel company called Patagonia, and he just gave it away, gave it away. Yep, he to signed a it into trust. Specially designed trust, um, and so now all profits from sales from that. His kids are still running the company apparently, but all the company's profits go to combat climate change and to protect underdeveloped land from becoming. Condos. <laughs> right. So, okay. So a couple other things. Let me just tell you about yeah. Patagonia. Um, yes. And his kids didn't want to take it over. Mm -hmm. um, they, they want, they're very clear on they want to make their own paths. Okay. And he was a rock climber. He was never yeah. meant to be. So he developed this clothing line for actual rock climbers for much like um, East Face did. I mean, sorry, North Face must much like a lot of the other brands, like Jansport, they were actually made for people who are, are, are sportsmen. So he said he never, he never thought he'd become a billionaire. <gasps> um, so one of the things that's interesting to, he did not get, he and his family did not get any tax benefits from this because they turned it over into a trust. Not only that, because they transferred it and didn't sell it publicly, they actually had to pay $17 million. <gasps> it cost them to, to transfer who? this 
to government? The, yeah, the government to oh, transfer this into a trust. We are wicked. So <laughs> they, <laughs> not only did they not get money, because they, his, his lawyers were like, you're crazy. Wow. Um, put, sell this publicly. And he, he felt like he could not control what a public company would do. They would yeah. produce the clothing cheaply. They would, okay. And I just have to tell you, in the healthcare system, we call it Patagonia because Patagonia <laughs> is, first of all, when you see ER doctors walking around with like the quarter zip gray jackets with their names on it, those are all, all without an exception, Patagonia jackets. It wow. is huge in the healthcare industry. That's okay. what they wear because it's in, it's um, organic cotton. It's very warm, but it also breathes. And mm. okay, so a sweater like the quarter zip, and we sell a lot of them at my store and at UCLA. And I'm outed now. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, a sweater sells for, sells for 150. A jacket for wow. either 250 to 300 dollars. So. Um, Anyway, crazy, crazy. They decided to give all of that up. I'm sorry we have to rush because you've listened to us blather on so long. <laughs> but we wanted to make sure to mention them because he his idea is he wants to create a different kind of capitalism that is doesn't keep billionaires continuing to make billions while poor people make nothing. Exactly. And so, uh, bravo to you guys. Uh, you are good people, and you have a seat at the right hand of God, and thank you very much. Continue thank to buy Prodigonia or Prodigucci. Yeah, if you can whatever. afford them. <laughs> so anyway, we got to wrap this up, you guys, because we're getting a little long in the tooth. Thank you so much for sitting with us. Let us know what you feel about Yay and Adam Dog Levine and... Elton John and, and other companies like <coughs> Patagonia. Okay, all right, yeah. we're gonna go. I have so much, other, so much other stuff to say, but in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, and healthy and hopeful. Thank you, thingies. Thanks, guys. <laughs>